bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of adjustment. But, but answer there, my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits what a homicide and kills people up... If you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. This is the Truth of the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris. Sponsored by Concordia University on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. Planning, insurance, and investing are all important aspects to building generational wealth. Dr. Ken Harris has you covered with a lesson in financial empowerment right here on the new 1017 The Truth. Financial empowerment on 1017 The Truth is presented by Northwestern Mutual. At Northwestern Mutual, their version of financial planning helps you live your dreams today. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I am with... J.B. Bell, Northwestern Mutual Financial Empowerment with the Bell and Wright Financial Group. I'm with J.B. Bell. We've been talking about life insurance. Um, I guess you couldn't call the death insurance because then nobody would buy it. But um, we, we've be been talking brother. about we, we don't die. We pass away. Oh, wow. Good point. <laughs> Good point. Um, so we've, we've been talking about some hypothetical people and, and you, you gave a great example of a single woman, um, who makes $75,000 and has a child and some of the things she should look at with, with, um, with permanent insurance, we know as whole life term insurance, universal, all that annuities, all those things. But now we've got a married couple. And so when we look at our community, I pick these two because it's a it's about what we are at from a lower, you know, just entering middle class to mid to upper middle class, $250,000 married couple in their 40s, three kids under eighth grade, you know, like three kids in kindergarten, first and second grade. And they're just kind of working, trying to get it together. They hear your program and now they realize because probably Erica hollered at them and told them they need some insurance. And now <laughs> they come see they come see JB. What would you tell them in terms of the kind of insurance, how they decide what's best for them 
and how much they would need. Yeah, and I, I think the biggest thing here, um, Dr. Ken, I, I just want to say this really quickly. Um, you may find um, a little bit of a hesitancy sometimes to say this is precisely what I would do with the scenario. Correct. And uh, a big reason behind that is, you Correct. know, I want to be cautious about, you know, one size your daughter. So there's a limited amount of situations. But what I, what I would Correct. say generally with a couple in this situation is I'm going to have to do the work of getting them to understand the importance of them having probably a higher death benefit than what they thought they were going to need. Like a lot of the, this couples, let's say we got one of them making 250, for example, a lot of their friends may have 500,000 or million dollar policies, but I have to kind of let that person really just take some time to think about 10 times their income is about 2.5 million. You know, 15 times their income is about 3.7 million. 20 times is about 4 million, you know, or 5 million, sorry. So at the end of the day, the first thing they're going to have to just remind themselves, right? I, I, I would really work this, this family to understand is you, most people are not going to make 250000 unless they probably went to some type of advanced school or they have a skill that is highly specialized that commands a lot of income. And both situations require a lot of work. And so I always try to make sure they understand if you die prematurely, the question is, who is all that work to make rich? Was it your employer? Was it the school where you paid, where you paid your college tuition to? Or was it an attempt to leave a certain amount of nest egg into your family, even if at best that it goes inside of a trust? So I would say families like that really need to think about bigger death benefits because they have um, a bigger lifestyle. You know, like, you know, you the children, schools, the many times they may end up going to private schools or they may need um, higher funds if they would like to have the option to go to private colleges later on. Um, they may want to be in position to have bigger homes, extracurriculars, the whole nine. So I would say the biggest thing I try to do is to make sure they really understand what it means to replace income in that particular situation. Okay. And so. Okay. So I was trying to come up with something. We go, again, I, I was trying at, to come up with something. At a baseline, Dr. Could, Dan, it's very simple. Uh-huh. Okay. Again, at, at a baseline, we're going to go through their expenses figure out what does it take to run this household, right? So let's say that's $10,000 a month or whatever, right? Then So we're going to factor that in for at least a period of 20 years to get the kids out of the house. And what about taxes? One factor that goes – well, that's the thing. We're going to take – we're going to calculate. We're going to do a budget on them so we can calculate what is the after-tax need, okay? Because when we we purchase – when we sell life insurance – one of the biggest things that we like to do is we like to do so in thinking of a large lump sum of money being invested into the stock market and the family drawing a portion of interest off of that account. So that that's what people don't for they don't you know when if someone passes away one of the worst mistakes we make sometimes is we start lump summing all that money where you want to understand the power of for example a million dollars let's say I get on average let's say a smaller return let's say I get a 5% return then that means I can peel off about 50000 and very rarely hit that million-dollar principle. So sure. sometimes it's about creating a large enough estate that you can live off of the interest as opposed to depleting the power of the principle. Okay. And so what about people that are older who have the assets but then can get a smaller policy to kind of start that, to kind of ignite that, that – um, pile of money that can be left for generations does that does oh, that these, kind of oh, thing so these are really fun 
Oh, yeah, yeah. These are really fun situations. There's a lot of other uses of life insurance for older individuals. So, for example, let's say I'm, I'm a couple and I have a lot of IRA money, right, traditional IRAs. Right. All IRA dollars, even once they transfer to your young ones, um, you still have to, you're still going to have to pay income taxes on that money. Okay. So um, sometimes you can structure policies where you can have a life insurance policy that may be there to help mitigate some of that taxation that they may experience on those IRAs. That's mm-hmm. one use that a lot of people don't think about. Earlier we talked about, hey, if you got, we got a lot of people that are leaving land and leaving property. They may create, they use life insurance to fund you know, property taxes for a period of time. You know, um, we have certain grandparents, for example, that may have smaller Roth IRAs that they're probably like, sometimes you have people who have enough money off of their pensions where they're probably never going to touch the, some of the smaller IRAs. So what we, what really what that IRA represents is it's life insurance, basically, right? So if right. they were to consider, if they're thinking more about long-term, leveraging some of those dollars in a policy, it's a way with, with a premium where you can buy. That's essentially what you're doing with life insurance is you're buying a larger pool of money for a lower cost. So, so sometimes that becomes an, an amazing estate planning tool that people just don't think of because they're only thinking about the cost of insurance, not realizing the long-term play. You sound smart. Well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, I got people in 16 <laughs> states now, man. I, I know a little thing, 10 years now. You're right. You might know just, just a little bit. Just a little bit. So before we go to break, um, disability insurance. How do I figure out? How do I figure out disability insurance? We we already know what it is. We know we know exactly what disability insurance covers. If I'm unable to work, it it can give me somewhere in eighty, seventy, sixty percent of what my income was tax free. And so it's basically it's an insurance policy on my job. But yep. or, or basically on my salary. But if I get like maternity leave, like they, they may say, hey, you get six weeks or 12 weeks or however many months off from maternity leave and I work, but it's unpaid leave. Right. Six weeks paid. Yeah. Now I got six weeks unpaid. Can my disability insurance cover maternity leave? Um, t- typically, what you see in most cases now is. The, um, that that's going to be more of a function of group insurance in terms of your job. Lot, lot, there's not really a lot of opportunities in the individual space unless you have complications that prevent you from, you know, performing your duties beyond, say, 91 mm-hmm. days. So okay. typically you don't, you're not going to leverage a solo policy for something like maternity leave. It's become really associated with jobs. Okay, but then okay. you and also, then, also look... Too, beyond that... Oh, sorry. Go ahead, brother. No, you also look at my company policies and everything with me and um what's going on with me through you so you kind of balance the two along with my budget yeah we yeah we want to maximize the income that comes into the household no matter what so if you are paying for the premium at, at for your insurance at your job then the benefit will be tax-free to you but if your company is paying which is the most cases then the mm-hmm. benefit comes to you taxable, okay? So it's okay. not really 60%. It's probably more like 48, right? So then you would <laughs> okay. come to us, and, and we would analyze that, and we'd say, hey, you're eligible for X amount that may boost you to, say, 92% or 95%, and we just maximize that because people forget, even if you could live off of the 60%, you, gotta, you can't forget about things like retirement contributions, health insurance costs. There's still a lot of things that we forget when we're only looking at the growth, so to speak. 
So just because the benefit comes from my company, there's still some things I got to pay for to my company so I can keep everything moving because I'm getting older. If they're paying for it, generally generally speaking, when you pay for insurance, the benefits come to you tax-free. But if an outside entity is paying for it, oftentimes Mm. it's going to result in a taxable consequence. Okay? Wow. That's why, you know, even with life insurance, company life insurance, sometimes if the insurance policy is more than 50000 things beyond 50000 may still have some level of taxation. So okay. it really just depends on the scenario. All right. Last question before we go to break, and then we'll let you go. I'm self-insured. How do I get disability insurance? Self-insured if you're self-employed? Yep, self-employed. I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say self-insured. See, I'm, I'm thinking oh, about no me problem, already. No Okay. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, so typically when uh, when people are self-insured, um, number one, I always tell them, make sure if you did have supplemental disability insurance when you were working at an employer that you bought individually, that carries on. So don't get rid of that. Keep that back because that can actually help you um, still, even though you're not at that former employer. Secondly, what typically we do is we look at your last two years of tax return. Um, to help determine the benefit that will be applicable for that person. So as they make more, they become more eligible for more income as time goes on. But people who are self-employed, in my opinion, you must go out and and solve that problem with disability because you don't want to necessarily rely just on Social Security if you can avoid it, okay? Because remember, that's going to be a consequence of what you paid into it. So I've seen people in the hair industry, for example, they'll they'll make a lot of money, but they may not claim everything for tax for taxes. And the issue with that, is it affect mm. your retirement benefits long term, but it also affects your ability to receive disability benefits because it's calculated based upon what was paid in. It is a really big issue. You see people getting carpal tunnel later years, whatever, and they didn't think about the long term play. And so you actually pay all of that premium to Social Security, but then you get it all back when you retire. But if you don't pay in, then you don't get anything back. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a your what you receive from Social Security is a consequence of what's been paid into it and how long you've mm-hmm. been working, right? So that's that's just right. it's just how it goes. And again, sometimes we 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 exchange you know short term you know gains for long term peril. All right, JB Bell from Bell and Wright Financial Group with Northwestern Mutual. Any final comments from you? Yeah, the, the biggest thing I'd say again, I, my I'm really. Um, a lot of times I've been blessed enough to be able to go out and also work with other advisors. And I just really would say, like, you know, in our communities, I think there's a lot of times where we're, like, we're being just sold stuff all the time. And right. I just think all of us as advisors, and I really say it to you all, like, the, you you deserve someone sitting down understanding who you are before they present a recommendation. And this is a very critical, serious time. I really recommend, it doesn't have to be with me, that we just sit down with professionals to deal with some of these important questions so we're actually – purchasing things that solve problems and not just owning stuff to own it. You know, so it's uh-huh. like, so I just say if you are, if you're blessed to be able to offer insurance or investments to anyone, you really got to understand that your recommendations is your career. Just like a doctor, your career is on the line. That's how we should look at it when we're telling a family what to ultimately apply for. Cause you're really, it's, it's the last promise they'll ever give before they pass. So what it is having it doesn't make it right. You have to, it has to be the right amount and the right type in order for it to work yes goals and values must be tested mm. brother All just right. like you tested me tonight <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i i kind of i kind of let you know i was going to test you so but that i want to thank you <laughs> i, I want to thank you because no, no. I, I think 
it's important that people understand every now and then, you know, every couple times a year that insurance is the key. And that's that four, those four corners that, that Erica and you talked about the last time. And so I want to thank you for being here again. If I want to get in touch with you, if I want to talk to you, get you a cup of coffee and pick your brain, how do we get in touch with Bell and Wright? Well, you really going to give me if you got coffee, but it's, it's 414-615-1855. Again, my direct line is 414-615-1855. And my email is james.bell, J-A-M-E-S dot B-E-L-L at NM.com as a Northwestern Mutual. All right. Appreciate you, brother. No, and I appreciate you, brother. God bless you, brother. We'll talk soon, okay? Absolutely. Take care. Bye-bye. 833-212-1017 is the number. That was J.B. Bell. James Bell of Bell & Wright Financial Group with Northwestern Mutual. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm Dr. Ken Harris. When we come back, I I think I might have to take uh, DZ out back and, you know, he could buy me a cup of coffee. Maybe. Just maybe. This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Hey, make sure you tune in to the new 1017 The Truth this Saturday, 11 o'clock, for our new show, Diversity and Excellence, powered by Erie Insurance and hosted by me and Fred Johnson, Vice President and Wisconsin State Manager for Erie Insurance. We'll be talking about Erie Insurance's community engagement efforts and the insurance and the importance of having insurance to protect things like the loss of personal property fire car crashes and injury don't miss this edition diversity and excellence powered by area insurance this saturday 11 a.m right here on the new the new that's the new 101 7 the truth 833-212-1017 is the number you tell danny i said i saw that so everybody talks about me because i like to talk about insurance because insurance is one of the most important estate building things you could possibly have i equate insurance and investing as pretty much the same because you can do both with one of them or you can use it for all of them or you can use both And so I'm not a financial advisor. I'm not a fiduciary. I don't sell any of this stuff. 
But I think that at the youngest age possible, if you start building, and when your parents pass away, you build on that. And then when you pass away, you build on that. And your kids and your grandkids, you know, in a generation or two, they can be looking at you like Rockefeller, too. You could say, who are you? Say, I'm a, I'm a, I'm trying to say, how would you say you're a DZ kid? Um, you're a ZD kid. I don't know. Think about that. You, you could build and DZ's picture would be on the wall. Like, hey, Pops got me what I got. Nah, Pops will be out partying. and <laughs> Pops will be out partying and getting it. But, but that's the kind of thing. And so, you know, Danielle, our marketing consultant, be laughing at me because Ken is insurance heaven. I am. Insurance for me gives off endorphins. Right? Every time I hear it, I start, ooh. I was like, wow. They even talked about, she, she say, it's a dude high. I'm like, really? Really? Like, really? And I'm, I'm just so hurt. That hurt my feelings, Danielle. It hurt my feelings. So I think I'm in need of a chocolate shake to, to kind of soothe my, <laughs> to kind of soothe my, uh, my, uh, my hurtness. My being crushed. 833-212-1017 is the number. When we come back, I have a question for you. Um, and I'm, if, if you're not working and you don't have a job and you're under 40 years old, I have a question for you as it relates to getting a job. 833-212-1017 is the number. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon, traffic, weather, and I think a little bit of sports is coming up next. You are listening to The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. I know I said I got a question, but... Talking text line says, Dr. Ken, can I ask if you work for a nonprofit and don't have insurance, what's the best suggestion for a policy that would protect me? Because if I become disabled and can't work or get sick, age 50, I would suggest you get in touch with JB Bell directly. 414-615-1855. That's 414-615-1855. 614-615-1855. That's 1855. I think that's the year DZ was born. So make sure you, uh, <laughs> make sure you, he'd be like a hundred and gosh, no, well, he'd be a hundred over 150 years old. So yeah, that's about right. But, um, yeah, consider doing that or hit him up at James dot bell, J A M E S dot B E L L at N like Nancy M like Mary. Dot com. 
Make sure you check him out because he can answer your question significantly better. I would suggest you simply um, hear what he has to say. And then he can give you some direct advice on what to do because that's not an uncommon uh, thing, right? Many nonprofits don't have, are not significant enough to be able to pay those types of benefits for people and life insurance and things of that nature. So make sure you check that out. Make sure you give him a call. He can help you out. Now, before the break, before we were so rudely interrupted by, um, you know, people that pay the bills, traffic, weather, and sports, um, I had a question. Um, If you didn't have a job, I want you to think about this. If you did not have a job, would you become a pilot? Like right now, if you're under 40 years old and you're not doing anything for the next, I don't know, nine months or so, would you become a pilot? 833-212-1017 is the number. Would you become a pilot? I would love to become a pilot, but I think I'm too old. I'd have to start getting, like, I know regular pilots after the age of 65, they, like, cut them off at 65 or 67 or something like that. And um, they don't, they don't, they don't want you to fly because of medical reasons, I'm sure. Uh, But consider this. If you haven't heard, Frontier Airlines opened up a pilot school. So they partnered with, I forget the name of the company. Um, ATP or ADP or something like that. Um, They partnered with a pilot school, right? A school that teaches you how to become a pilot. And so think of being under 40 or in some cases under 30. The pay is around $100,000 for a pilot. You're a starting pilot, you sit in a plane and you start flying. So think think about this. You go in, you say, hey, I wanna be a pilot. I passed the background check. They run you through Homeland Security so you don't wanna do you know, crazy things like drive planes into, um, buildings and mountains and all that kind of stuff and you pass right they give you the background check they give you a physical you're able to do it you're able to make it and you make the cut they put you in flight school you learn how to fly and then they upgrade you to jets because that's really what you're going to be flying you're going to be flying jets so they up you to jets and now you're flying jets and they take you and then they say you go in as a second officer and you're like okay so i can't fly myself no you're a second officer you need to learn now this is after three or four years you're then upgraded to captain and so they start paying you a hundred thousand dollars after you're out of flight school you get out of flight school you get a job you're the second officer right you're you're the backup you make a hundred grand in three or four years when you're upgraded to captain you basically double your salary now here's the catch and i'm sure if you go to frontier airlines website they'll they'll tell you all the different things in it the catch is the program costs ninety thousand dollars 
but they spot you like 140, something like that, right? So they actually will pay for you to go to flight school. And if I'm reading it right, you'll have to get the information directly from Frontier. But if I'm reading it right, we'll actually pay you while you're taking flight school so you can then work for them. Now, I'm sure they have you pay a contract and they pay, have you fill out all this other stuff and that's all cool. But think about that. If you don't have a job and if you have the education level to become a pilot and you have the wherewithal to work hard and learn aeronautics, in about five years, you could be making $200,000. Would you take that job? 833-212-1017 is the number. Would you take a job as a pilot with all the things that go with being a pilot? You know, like not being home all the time and flying different places all the time and having to get mandatory sleep per day. And I've seen all the pilot movies, right? The one with Denzel Washington where he was flying the plane, but he had a drink the night before and because he didn't have absolute sobriety and all that kind of stuff. And then there's a crash. He saves everybody, and then they slam him because he had alcohol in his system and try to intimate that if he didn't have alcohol in his system, the plane wouldn't have crashed, but it was going to crash anyway and all that stuff. And, and that's all movie. Right, even though it's based on a real story. That's all movie stuff. In the end, the majority of pilots are phenomenal at their job and they do a great job for $200,000 a year. Would you take that job? 833-212-1017 is the number. Would you take that job, DZ? $200,000. I don't know. I, see, 100K, maybe not. 200K, but that's now, the start. Now we talk to start. Ah, that's see, but I, start. I don't know. Come on, uh, man. You got to start to buy. My God, $100,000 isn't low enough for you. <laughs> isn't high. Come on. Now, it, it's not high enough for, for being that I high up them. in the air. You know what y'all I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all see them high maintenance people that just, it's not good enough. 100. I have to make at least 150. I like got really. I got like a 250 life insurance policy out now anyway because of of my high profile high danger job of being 30,000 feet in the air on a regular basis. You're going to need more than 250. Probably <laughs> more like 2 2.5. 2 million. Yeah. Yeah. I don't but know if I can do it. it to you cuz you really? I don't know. You, you I like really don't know. I am in like I'm, it's not like I'm like scared of heights to that degree. Like yeah, I'm a little scared of heights, but I could you I'm know I'm a lot scared of heights. I could be in an I'm airplane. I don't know if I could be a pilot, do all that, and then now be in charge of a hundred some whatever passengers in the plane, and I got to stay awake this flight. Nah. What? I'd fall asleep at the wheel, Doctor Ken. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I think that's why they got a co-pilot. We both be napping. The clouds would just lull us to sleep. Stop! Stop! I don't understand how people fly at night. That's just weird to me. Like you, you actually fly at night. Oh no, I prefer. And there's nothing in front of you, and yeah. You know, nah, nope, I can't do it, Doctor Ken. It'd be like so plain in there. Nope, nope. <laughs> Couldn't even do it. Wow. Ooh wah wah. You went to Soul Plane. Ooh wah wah. You went to Soul Plane. Ooh wah wah. 
833-212-1017 is the number. You know, I didn't forget next week, five a day. We're going to see how you hold up. We're going to see how you hold up if you hold up. And and just for the record, who was it that 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 call was was that JD that talked about we should we got to eat right and do all that stuff the other day? Man, get out of here! I'm getting some food. I'm like trying to eat right. We gonna do crunchies? Are we gonna do blurpees? No, I do that already. I am not. Bruh, gonna eat really, really, really good food. I know that's right. Thank you. Thank you. 833-212-1017 is the number. You're listening to Truth, even if it talks about food in the afternoon. This is the Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, the Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. More of the Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, the Truth app, and 1017.com. Listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. You know, it's funny. Um, I don't know if you heard, but, you know, I got to stay off the news channels. But uh, Waukesha police were just involved in a shooting on Oakdale Drive. That story's in about 19 minutes ago. So if you're listening in the western suburbs, Make sure you know Waukesha Police Department was involved in a shooting on Oakdale Drive near Sunset today. Uh, police sources say a Waukesha officer was shot multiple times and they're hearing the injuries are not serious. Police have closed off the roads and they are working on it. More information, that's from CBS58.com. No, I'm not reading it just because it was an officer shot. I literally just read it as you read it. 833-212-1017 is the number. So remember the other day. Remember the other day. When I was talking about whether or not everything in Milwaukee will change as relates to violence. Remember I talked about that, right? And this morning, I was on our sister station uh, 620 WTMJ, and we were we were discussing about the shooting of the postal worker. We were talking about the shooting of the postal worker, and Sherwin Hughes talked the other day about how the northwest side we've we've pretty much lost it, right? Think things are going on on the northwest side where things are have just gotten out of control, and um, things have gone south, and I understand it. Like he's unfortunately, he is um, telling the truth. 
Well, if you haven't been watching the news, police are calling for help after a violent night in Milwaukee, including a double shooting in the third ward. So as we talked about it on, on our sister station this morning, I told Vince Vetrano and Eric Bilstadt, I said, you know, unfortunately, like everything else in the past, nothing is going to change until something happens in the wrong neighborhood. I said, when it happens in the wrong neighborhood or a neighborhood that they think should be different, right? We shouldn't have this here all of a sudden, right? Remember, everybody was up in arms about all the shooting in the Deer District until they found out much of the shooting in the Deer District was on North King Drive, a little bit away from the Deer District. Then it became um, a nothing burger. But then you look at what's going on in the Third Ward. Does anybody know about the Third Ward? The Third Ward... Uh, and this was maybe five years ago, but the third ward has some interesting statistics in it. If I remember correctly, and of course, correct me if I'm wrong, 833-212-1017 is the number. We only got about six more minutes to go. The third ward, 53203, is one of the few, if not the only zip code in Milwaukee that after retirement, the actual salary goes up, like the income goes up after retirement. Now, granted, it was only about 6% increase. But over time, if everybody gets a dollar and you get a dollar six, that's gonna add up. And so we have to remember that, that when that happened down there with all the, the waterfront apartments, and condos and things of that nature going on down there in the river. Guess what? I guarantee you things are about to change. And it's unfortunate that it takes some of our higher income individuals to make a stink for the city to move. That's why home ownership is so important. That's why home ownership matters. Because when you pay taxes, it doesn't matter whether I vote or not. As a taxpayer, I pay your salary whether I vote for you or not. I'm not saying voting doesn't count. I'm saying it's significant when I pay taxes, because then I can come to your office as a taxpayer and it doesn't matter if I vote. If you check the voting record, if someone comes to see you, you should be ashamed of yourself if you're a politician. But it comes down to this. We will see a marked change in what happens in the city of Milwaukee from this day forward. And I think it's unfortunate, but now, <laughs> I have to say it for myself, my chickens have come home to roost. Now, we'll see significant pro progress in helping this city heal its issues. And it's the same thing that happened in New York, same thing happened in Dallas, Chicago, same thing will happen in LA, San Francisco, Seattle, 
Portland, Atlanta, Nashville. Doesn't matter. It will come down to things happening in a neighborhood that will make people that don't look like me or live around me afraid. And then the city will change. And it's unfortunate that we have to sit and wait for this to happen. 833-212-1017 is the number. Did you hear the story about the um, worker from uh, DPW who was on Highway 100 who was involved in the accident? And so as you go through looking at the information, unfortunately, um, they released the names of two of the three people who died in the crash. Amy Miller, 40, of Cedarburg, and Paul Woyd, W-O-I-D, which is Woyd, 85, of Milwaukee, have been identified as two of the crash victims. name of the person who was driving the dump truck has not been released. So here's my question. And according to the medical examiner's report, the DPW truck occupant was a 64-year-old female. So here's my question. What were they doing on Highway 100 in the city of Wauwatosa if they were part of Milwaukee DPW? So I guess those are some of the questions that will be answered as the Milwaukee Department of Public Works uh, looks into it and the Wauwatosa police as well. It's unfortunate, and we feel for the families of the victims of all involved. And hopefully we will get some information in. And, of course, if you missed it, make sure you listen to the rebroadcast with J.B. Bell of Bell & Wright to learn about some insurance. Make sure you contact them so you can get some great information. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Tory Lowe Show is up next. We'll be rebroadcasting, and I'll be back at about midnight and again at 5 a.m. And then we'll have that other show, that award-winning show, that show with Mel and DZ called MK in the Morning. Not to be confused with Truth in the Morning, but anyway. God bless. Take care. I'll see you in 22 hours. Don't do anything I wouldn't do, which is probably just go to sleep and drink a chocolate shake. I'm out.